Hi folks, and welcome back to another episode of Creating Change. My name is Jillian Walsh, and I'm a registered dietitian as well as a registered psychotherapist qualifying here in Canada. So today we're going to change direction just a little bit so that I can wear my therapist hat a little bit more. And today's topic is going to be about the window of tolerance. Now this is a term coined by Dr. Daniel Siegel, who is one of my favorite researchers in psychotherapy. And it's actually a concept that I learned from my own therapist just a few years ago. So when we talk about the window of tolerance, it's basically a range in which individuals feel at rest. They feel calm, they feel neutral. And really that is where we function optimally. It might be where we stay, you know, day to day when we're not under stress. So if you imagine this as a dial, and I always think about it like a dial on a car radio, if you think about the dial going to halfway, right at about 50, we're right around neutral. So it's enjoyable sound, it's not too loud, it's not too quiet, and we're able to enjoy the radio at that point. So when we talk about the window of tolerance, it's really this range of where we feel okay. We feel neutral, we don't feel in duress. So when we talk about that, there are two directions that we can go from neutral. We can go up, so when we turn the dial up, we start to get into the state of hyper arousal. What that might look like is feeling a lot of emotions, a lot of thoughts, a lot of behaviors might come to the surface, but really it's all about cranking up that dial to 100 or close to 100. Some people experience this as anxiety. Others might experience this as anger or intense sadness or grief. And the higher that dial goes up, the more stronger we experience these things. So for example, if we're kind of just approaching higher with anxiety, it might feel like a low rumble. And then as the dial gets higher and higher, we start to approach perhaps even a panic attack. So that is a state of hyper arousal and it feels really uncomfortable. It can be very stressful for the folks that are involved and it can also be volatile for the people surrounding the individual who's stepping outside of their window of tolerance. Now, on the other side of that spectrum is hypo arousal. So we think of this as the dial, but we're turning the dial down. And so if we're thinking of it as volume, it's turning it down to the point where we can't even hear it. Now, this is called a state of hypo arousal. So we're feeling less, we're feeling quiet, we're feeling numb perhaps. And on this side of the spectrum, we're looking at depression, low mood, a flat affect or dissociation. So this is very much a state of, it's still a state of distress, but it just feels different and it looks different. Now, another way to explain this is as the fight, flight, or freeze phenomenon. So if we experience stress, we have a stress response that causes us to either fight, flight, or freeze. Now, if we think about fight, of course, that's turning the dial all the way up into hyperarousal. If we think about freeze, we're turning that dial all the way down into hypoarousal. And flight, again, is kind of just dissociating or escaping, depending on how it presents, it could look like either one in terms of the spectrum. But in the big picture, it's a stress response. So that is, in a nutshell, what the window of tolerance is. 
Now, if you're here, you might actually be wondering how do we make our window of tolerance wider so that we don't experience this stress response more often. So there's actually three ways that we can basically widen our window of tolerance so that we have a wider range of feeling optimal, of feeling neutral, before we start to creep into that state of hyperarousal or hypoarousal. You know, over aroused or under aroused. And again, it's on the top end, the anxiety piece, and on the lower end, it's the depression piece, the low mood, the low affect. So let's talk about the three ways we can widen our window of tolerance. Number one is going to be meditation. Now I love to lean on guided meditation for this, and it really just helps to be able to zone into some sort of guided meditation, whether or not it's on YouTube or on an app, um, or somebody, you know, a colleague or a friend, perhaps even as a therapist, can walk you through that guided meditation. And with practice, that can help widen our window of tolerance. Now number two is mindfulness, and this is the the act of basically stepping back and growing some or putting some distance in between our thoughts, our feelings, and our behaviors so that we can kind of examine what we're experiencing and really have a mindful approach, non-judgmentally of course, so that we can understand what we're experiencing. Now, again, when it comes to mindfulness, we can have a mindfulness practice. It might be guided by a clinician or perhaps a practitioner, or we can do it self-guided. And finally, number three is grounding activities. Now, anybody who knows me knows how much I love grounding activities so much that there may be a grounding activity cheat sheet coming out. So keep an eye to the link box below to see if there's a link there for your free grounding activity download. We have so much interest in this that I just have to get it out sooner than later. So keep an eye. If it's not there, it may be out next week. But when we talk about grounding activities, these are intentional acts that help reduce anxiety and really get us grounded in the moment at present. And ideally what it does is it triggers our system, our nervous system to take where we are in that fight, flight, or freeze response and shift into a restful response. And there's many, many strategies also known as grounding activities, which can basically walk your body through how to do that. So those are the top three ways to widen your window of tolerance. The purpose of this is so that you don't have to feel hyper aroused or hypo aroused as often. Basically, it just widens your threshold for neutral or feeling optimal. All right, folks, if you have any questions as usual, drop them in the comment box below. I'm there throughout the week to answer your questions as best as I can. If you're looking for that grounding activities cheat sheet, it will be a free download and you'll see the link pop up in the comment box below as well. So keep an eye for that. And don't forget, if you're looking for more help, we always do a monthly free webinar. You can find it through our website and we would love to have you next month. All right, folks, thank you so much for being here. If you appreciate our videos, make sure to like and subscribe. And don't forget to turn on the bell so you get an alarm the next time our videos come out. Who knows, there might be some more coming out on grounding activities. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.